Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Queen is Dead. Uh, I'm Sanjeev. I have Dhruv with me again. Um, and we have another guest for on the show today. Um, someone who I know personally from my college college days. Um, uh, his name is Vashisht. And uh, Vashisht, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, hi, guys. Uh, I'm Vashisht Thakwani. Uh, so we went to the same college, Manipal MIT. And uh, so right now I'm a professional software engineer. But on my free time, I make films, learn more about films. Uh, and read upon them so yeah mm. you're like an aspiring filmmaker right you want to end up there only right yeah exactly that's the main goal in life <laughs> <laughs> okay so so today we are talking about this one film which released recently in theaters and the film is old what happens to her mom i don't know <laughs> what happened to her body has decomposed how quickly can that happen? Seven years. But she just died. Wait, where are the kids? Front, Kara! Come here! Hey, have you seen my children? Mom? I'm I'm right here. Dad, why are you looking at me like that? What's happening to us? My daughter just turned six two weeks ago. Mom! Whatever's happening to us is happening very fast. You have wrinkles. And it's it's not, it's become like kind of a, like a rare thing that films are releasing in theatres uh, nowadays. So um, all of us managed to watch old. So we'll just go with first thoughts with uh, Dhruv on old. Again me. Last time yeah, also yeah, was Yeah, I, I told you before the, before the recording you were starting with. Oh. No, I didn't. I forgot then. Anyways, uh, so yeah, old was uh, interesting. Interesting movie. Uh, it, it, that's the first thoughts I had. That's it. <laughs> it was interesting. No, it was. I think again, it's one of those movies where I've read a lot of reviews after watching it, which have like a very mm. stern and staunch defense of it, as like mm-hmm. this. Uh, these are like the auto readings of like M. Night Shyamalan, like what he brings to the <laughs> table every time he makes a film. And mm-hmm. they bring about like good points, which I think there are some which I agree with. Like my primary takeaway from old was how him, uh, M. Night Shyamalan mm-hmm. and Mike Giolakis, who's his regular cinematographer now. How the, yeah, how they use the camera to create mm-hmm. tension, to create like, off-kilter feelings Mm -hmm. uh, in a lot of scenes that's the one thing that complete i was pretty much completely embracing from the start from start to finish the dialogue was also unique in the sense that it was uniquely bad (laughs) in a in a m night in a a, a m night Shyamalan way so i guess people so people who like him apparently think this is a very intentional thing i just think it's bad writing uh (laughs) and but I think the big thing for me was uh, that I really didn't think it was as profound as it mm-hmm. wanted to be. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. rubbed me wrong the most. So I think I, mm-hmm. by the end of the film, and when we go later and discuss spoilers, we'll we'll talk about this. As the mm-hmm. film came to its actual end, I think I rolled my eyes as much as I have in the whole year. Because the last <laughs> 15 minutes of this film uh, basically uh, made me go, what the... You can fill in the blank, yes. Uh, so, yes. Uh, first, just uh, you can go next. What, what did yeah. you think? So, actually, uh, since you mentioned two aspects, uh, it just struck me. Uh, firstly, the cinematography. I am kind of a little different on that because hmm. uh, with respect to... In, in general, the way it's been, it's been shot, it's pretty nice. But, hmm. you know, sometimes it just feels like he's doing... Uh, flashy shots of flashy camera moves just mm-hmm. for the sake of it. Got it. It's it's kind of like mm-hmm. you add a snowy cam uh, just for the sake of it, just to you know mm-hmm. uh, disorient the viewer. It, it mm. doesn't have any purpose. It feels mm. useless. Mm. So stuff like that also kind of turned me off. Got it. And yeah, I agree about the dialogue because uh, uh, and even uh, that what makes the dialogue even worse is how uh, he tries to explain the stuff in the film like that needs to be explained the exposition part yeah he does that you know very fast very impatiently yep. and that kind mm-hmm. of you know just robs you of that thinking space that a viewer deserves yeah. and okay it's, this is what he wants to say okay this makes me think stuff like that he is way too impatient mm-hmm. but what i did love the love about the film was it's uh like the concept is pretty interesting mm-hmm. uh, the a- aging part yep. so 
it uh, kind of you know uh, you know it kind of deals with that obviously it's not as existential as profound as it seems but it packages itself as a horror film like horror film mm. horror mm. psychological thriller about death yeah. or, or the fear of death so mm-hmm. i really like that concept and how the characters dealt dealt with mortality yeah. so that's that is one thing i like yeah okay mm. Um yeah I'm also kind of in the middle I think it's it has a lot of good moments in it it has like a lot of good elements in it but I think it struggles to you know even cross cross the line of becoming like a good film or even an average film I feel uh mm-hmm. it's not that I don't like M Shyam Night Shyamalan I like him a lot uh mm-hmm. and that is I think the problem with a lot of his films um generally um I think the last film that came out um, directed by Shyamalan was Glass right and it also had a lot of very divisive uh, reviews and views on the film like oh. some people loved it unconditionally and some people you know bashed it completely you know and i could understand both their arguments in a way i thought both of them were justified in their own sense uh, mm-hmm. to be honest and uh, but i was as confused as many viewers were because i couldn't side myself to if i did side with the people who loved it or if i did side with the people who bashed it mm. and it is kind of similar for me for old also in a way i i didn't like a lot of elements in it i found a couple of elements completely ridiculous <laughs> which i thought were some of them were unintentionally you know comical but who who knows um, sanjeet maybe everything is intentional that's oh what God. the fans would say <laughs> <laughs> but i think that's also one of those arguments that has been put forward that like a lot of things in his films have been in- intentional um i mean just going off a little from old i don't know if you guys have seen the happening uh, which stars mark wolberg um i mean it's it's one of the most you know the, the poorest films i've ever seen and you know um rightly so the the negative reviews uh, are justified and everything what no but there is a section that is like you know the film actually is an allegory for us citizens being paranoid of terrorism the post 9/11 uh, nuclear era film or whatever so i mean there are people who who can go off completely I'm, off and you know talk about theories about films can i interject and one I, second uh, wait sure, sure, but, sure. but can't you do that with like every film that is that has you like can, a un, you, unknown actually you can unknown you, you whatever can. entity roaming around cuz i heard a, but you Sorry go ahead. Can actually do that. Yeah. Uh, no no sorry you. No no go ahead it's fine. I was just saying that it yeah. was uh, I heard it was a lot like the birds from Alfred Hitchcock like you don't kind um, of know what is actually happening. It is but right, the happening, happening with the twist is yeah. actually co- okay. quite dumb. Like okay. according to me I don't know what hmm. the fans have to say about it but uh, I I think majority would agree with me the happening wasn't really really good which hmm. Actually, the allegory is also there in the Dark Knight, uh, to some extent. Hmm. Like that's what uh, yeah, they want yeah. to like post nine eleven yeah. scenario that they want to explore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I mean, yeah. no, no. Uh, I'm saying in terms of why people go out and make these theories is because this was a filmmaker who is the kind of filmmaker you actually have to delve in and see a lot of details that have happened in the past. Like I'm sure you guys have seen The Sixth Sense and the many many other mm-hmm. viewers. who might be listening mm-hmm. like once you've seen the film you might and if you don't know the twist you might go and see what all details have been there right it yeah. sort of builds to the whole twist right mm-hmm. or or a certain character and mm-hmm. in a kind of sense it's also it also exists in uh, science and also one of his cult films unbreakable uh, which is one of my favorites mm-hmm. um, which is my favorite sometimes yeah my favorite too but i think that's the problem with old you know there's like a lot of good ideas concepts you know i felt it's it's it was very much like a twilight zone episode to be honest but had he kept it shorter it would have worked better and had he not you know it, maybe a it, lot of things it's adapted from a french uh, graphic novel or which graphic I realized short later story on, or sand which castle I, yeah, which, which i also I saw later yeah. yeah i thought how did shamlan manage to get so much of you know thought into the story because there is actually a lot of concept behind you know and exactly. it's not just not just like a secret society yeah. uh, which was there in glass right just the secret society doing all yeah. of this to superheroes which I was mean, the big reveal I mean, um, it, there is exactly. a lot of yeah. lot of thought in it which i thought was really good but then i think the execution is extremely terrible in a lot of places yeah. but yeah i think you guys have any other views will yeah, i couldn't off. agree more with sanjeet though i don't mm. think execution is terrible but it could have been mm. very pretty like pretty good like if you compare how good he is in executing 
mm-hmm. some good concepts such as unbreakable you know how he explored yeah, yeah. superhero mm-hmm. the superhero genre is amazing mm-hmm. so yeah it could have been better but i still liked it yeah i mean i'm i'm not the i i like unbreakable i'm not with like i'm it's not one of my favorites but i can like appreciate it more than this i think i like mm-hmm. the more conventional ones that that i think a lot of people generally gravitate towards so six sense and signs are probably the things mm-hmm. that i connect with more signs even even with the dumb ending yes uh but but uh-huh. but, but regardless i, I think, like it too i i think it's the emotional element of it uh, uh, and i've again read a lot more people uh, say that they were emotionally connected with majority parts of it and i really wasn't for for the most part there's probably one or two scenes in which i thought there was more of mm-hmm. a emotional bent the film has which is surprising mm-hmm. it has a really good cast uh, like mm-hmm. really talented cast at least three or four of them i know are like actors who I generally would watch in anything so one is mm-hmm. Gail Garcia Bernal who's probably Bernal, good in yeah. everything he's in uh mm-hmm. then there's Vicky Creeps who was fantastic mm-hmm. in Phantom Thread and then Thomas and Mackenzie who I think is generally mm-hmm. fantastic uh and has one of my favorite performances mm-hmm. in Leave No Trace and yeah. and then there's Alex Wolf I know who's also another up and coming actor who uh Hereditary. who plays the son who yeah, yeah hereditary, hereditary yeah. and mm-hmm. the new nick cage film right a pig i think yeah. he's no, he's one of the characters in it yeah so okay. basically like you've got like a fairly great range of uh, actors and manoj uh, himself uh shamalan of course I, i love the cameo i love director cameo <laughs> yeah i mean he's that's his staple one of his staples i suppose yeah. yeah yeah so i think it's uh, so like you've got this great cast and i think everyone or like most everyone is unable to really tap into that dialogue again i was in the middle of it i was kind of thinking and sanjeet and me have discussed imtiaz ali before but like does someone <laughs> does a particular actor know how to nail M Night's dialogues, like maybe he needs someone or that one or two people mm-hmm. who can actually get through the awkward nature of his dialogue. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe that is needed because, like, I, a lot of times in this, I was like, why is Gail Garcia Bernal <laughs> speaking like that? Like, I feel. Weird. I think it's it's a lot to do with the direction also because they were delivering it also in an awkward. Awkward, Haan, yeah, all the dialogues. all the camera angles also kind of scream as as uh, Vashist also said like they scream off kilter weird exactly. and whatever mm. so whatever they are mm. saying anyways feels a little like disoriented right so mm. maybe it's that but yeah I think I'm the more I think about this film the more I kind of want to roll my <laughs> eyes so like that's I guess that's the big impression but the idea is also that it did make an impression on me. so like that's the other thing right cuz yeah, it didn't yeah. leave me completely Actually, uh, bored um, about about the emotional connection uh, yeah obviously they, they do have a really uh, good cast hmm. of actor uh, actors but mm-hmm. uh, i think uh, of course the there's the awkward dialogue uh, and like you said like somebody can maybe there is someone out there some actor in this world who can deliver that awkward dialogue or maybe mr chalan can can just write better dialogue you know Mm-hmm. that's also good hire someone maybe <laughs> hire exactly. someone yeah. maybe chris nolan and m night shyamalan together could hire the same guy <laughs> <laughs> just to write this no, no but so, i sorry sir yeah you went you yeah, yeah. so uh, yeah but uh, the emotional connection i didn't feel for most of the characters mm-hmm. except uh, like vicky creeps character and her husband's i'm yep. forgetting the actor's name yep. so uh, their emotional connection i was able to you know get into that zone that they were that's, I mean obviously yeah, yeah discussing that, this that's the one scene that towards the end especially I was like okay exactly. I yeah. I get like I get what it could have been more so than what it is but that mm-hmm. scene is very uh very uncharacteristically unsentimental also like it doesn't feel like like you know he needs to pull on your heartstrings or anything at that moment it really mm-hmm. plays out very uh softly mm-hmm. uh which mm-hmm. is that's, what I like. that's what I that's exactly what Uh, I like because it didn't didn't try to you know force emotions down yep, our throat. Definitely, that's what I like. Definitely, yeah. Mm. Uh, I mean, yeah. I think there are like a lot of things to appreciate about the film. Um, mm. I think, I think this is like a non-spoilery thing, but it's got to do with a lot of body horror elements that are in it, and yeah. I think. the 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 kind of story it is, I think it is very fable-like in a mm. sense. but his treatment of with with those thriller genre thriller genre tropes made mm. it like that off kilter i think that is 
it also has like a sort of get out kind of a beginning which i thought you know um, these these mm-hmm. this, these characters enter a certain place and you know you, you know something is off already yeah. um mm-hmm. but i think that that is like part and parcel of the whole genre thing and i think he wants to purposefully stick to uh, the thriller genre um you know and make it obvious also because he is not running from the whole thriller thing yeah um but the other thing that i really liked which i think he this is the first time time he tried as a sub genre which was like the body or like there are like some mm. some good scenes one of them i really liked one of them i didn't like so much hmm. but i appreciated it the what is the one you uh, didn't like i think i know which one you like pregnant that that will be spoiler right nahi nah, nahi you can just allude to it like ac side okay, yeah, the right. pregnancy wala um the reveal you didn't like oh i liked that. i i didn't okay um okay. no I, i mean that is fine the whole set piece of you know giving the child birth wasn't okay. that good maybe i thought he could have done something more to it okay, there wasn't okay. th- see i think body horror has to also translate in terms of you know the experience that i am also feeling because it is horror right hmm. um with the f- the the third one the third thing that happens the in, cave. in the film the cave the, the cave, cave mm. thing, which okay. it was that was really good you know i could mm. actually yeah. feel uh, and I since agree, i was I, i was alone in theater i could act, i was actually squirming in, uh, in that scene i was like yeah. that doesn't look comfortable to me yeah. um <laughs> but it's done really well uh, yeah. it's shot well it's executed really well mm. um that i really liked i think the first one where uh, um you know the body uh, tumor thing that is happening uh, oh yeah i forgot about that scene completely like, because i was also yeah. s- uncomfortable it made me a little uncomfortable so i think yeah. those things i really generally liked i genuinely mm. liked um i really liked the scene between gaya garcia bernal and vicky cribs where you know they are sort of accepting the whole thing and mm-hmm. the old mm-hmm. nature of it and yep. exactly. i think that is the whole the core of the story i think that is where it lies not really um, sanjeet that's what m night shyamalan would say <laughs> that's what you <laughs> think honest fans honest you know that's what it fans. thinks you think it is until um, it isn't <laughs> but yeah so i think go there to spoilers are like some... now or no ha we we can i think we can, uh, better yeah. to go yeah, yeah. we are just talking around whatever the film is like ha but that is where i'm right. also leading up to now because yeah. i think now this is like the spoiler point so people who haven't seen the film mm-hmm. uh skip the rest and it's out online out. apparently right so you... D- don't say it already people should watch it in theater ah actually really it'll be much better okay fine like, yeah i mean it'll won't Are be in the theater how after will half people half enjoy like people i'm sure people wouldn't switch off their lights to watch an m, m- night shyamalan movie Fair to get an experience right Fair so maybe enough. uh just to get some good things out of it maybe okay. it will be helpful but whatever i think um so that the point that i was going to make about like the whole twist and everything yep. is I, if you guys have seen signs and the village also right mm-hmm. um there's this whole thing of what you think is unbelievable actually happens and what exactly. you think can happen doesn't exist hmm. um so this is also spoilers for his earlier films which is signs and village because i'm going to mention them hmm. so in signs you you know um you think those aliens can't possibly exist right but they hmm. end up existing right mm. and it's the whole nature of there is something more divine and you know yeah. uh, that mm. works as like a second layer to those yeah. to this world but, it, but that in uh, that film the aliens kind of complement the whole theme of faith which exactly. which exactly. which is running exactly. throughout yeah, yeah, yeah. the film right definitely with, definitely with with mel gibson's character and how he's dealing with uh, yeah. his wife's yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. death i think that uh, and honestly mostly signs did the existential thing that much thing, much better mm. much yeah. much better than old, old wanted to do mm. actually mm. old had so much of material to do that but it couldn't really you know mm. yeah, go to its full potential i yeah. think that is also because of the genre con- conventions mm. that he's like sticking to i think if you've seen the visit uh, uh, which was like a resurrection film for m night shyamalan That's he's the he's cheap trying cheap one the camcorder cheap one yeah. okay. uh, camcorder camcorder camp okay. yeah. mm. i think he, he's he's tried you know with visit he tried those extreme genre moments hmm. than he did in in his earlier films and then i i think he's trying to replicate that since i think he tried that in split also in in a lot of scenes hmm. so i think he's doing that with old and um, i'm just going to complete the last thing that is which i was saying and in village uh, the kind of phenomena that you think exists doesn't really end up exist- existing and it's like a lot of other things that are happening at hmm. at, at play So I think this is the the whole thing with Shyamalan that he's like stuck in his in his own creation acting. 
that he can't really get out of the whole thing of not having like a plot twist that is actually very tangible hmm. there has to be something very tangible for of a twist to happen which hmm. is i think i i'm on with with dhruv on that because i didn't like the ending at all hmm. um i thought it could have ended at like five different places and it doesn't end up and at every of those moments i thought okay there's more to it there's more to it and it kept going on for like whatever 15 minutes hmm. uh i think 15 minutes hmm. um so i think actually uh, yeah, yeah actually uh, I, uh if you remember the last scene of in the helicopter hmm. that scene they could have axed that out maybe hmm. but till yeah, yeah. that part i think i never felt you know like you said sanjeet uh, hmm. sometimes you watch a film and you know okay this is going to end but then it continues hmm. it happens hmm. a lot of times yeah but yeah the it uh, for this film it didn't happen with me because actually maybe because i was actually expecting the kind of conspiracy thing to uh, pop okay. up sometime into the mm. uh, okay okay because okay. as you mentioned uh, in uh, it uh, it has a similarities to get out in the way there there's this weird creepiness mm-hmm. in the place that they go mm. though it's not very overt like get out had which is yeah. actually yeah. but it is it is there so you know obviously something is going to happen and obviously it's an m night film yeah. so there mm. will be some kind of mm. uh you know revelation so i didn't feel like a twist honestly it mm-hmm. felt more like ki you know yeah i know this building towards this thing there mm-hmm. is a conspiracy mm-hmm. but what is the conspiracy that i want to know okay mm-hmm. yeah so i think uh, for me it was basically i think i moved away from the sort of external conspiracy angle to like whatever internal metaphors about time and place and uh what does it mean to age and like what whatever charlie kaufman does much better in bracket in his films uh in in old when that was happening i was like okay at least i can now buy the fact that you know those waves are basically like the tide of time that is that keeps on washing over and then you have like this mm-hmm. rock or like hilly area which is kind of not allowing mm-hmm. you to pass so whatever like that internal yeah. scape of all that in my head started yeah, to make yeah. sense a little bit especially with the uh, banal and creeps moment where i was like mm-hmm. okay yeah. this is like going in that nice sort of uh, melancholic direction almost where you know yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. okay we'll 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 deal with it uh, so referring to the the de- just just before they die the deaths yeah okay yeah right. yeah, yeah, so, yeah right got it. you know so the, with that moment i was like okay I can at least buy this in the sense that okay you mm. don't explain me much outside ka conspiracy conspiracy theory but what you are doing is going fully internal and in that sense you're actually doing something that firstly I don't think he's done and secondly mm. it's marketing something as whatever o- overt horror film for like everyone universal's doing the promotions mm. not A24 right which is like a big <laughs> thing So like if you're doing that with a universal film and then doing like this existential thing then I'm like okay I'll buy it more so than yeah then you completely scratch whatever the previous thing is and introduce the anti pharmaceutical uh company angle in which like and I have to admit uh Vashesh like the moment we cut to M Night Shyamalan holding the camera I I had one of those oh god we've gone there uh, but then even after that i was like okay at least it's like a meta thing you know where he's like i was staging all this so i have all the control exactly exactly that's what i thought and then it continues and then i was like oh no it's not just that it's actually that the whole company is there so maybe he's critiquing universal now who knows like i i'm just saying people can draw very easily on that meta level right because mm. universal can be the funer- uh, uh, pharmaceutical company who's like controlling all these test subjects so like mm. fine you can draw all that but it kind of defeats the purpose of whatever was happening before is my problem mm. with it yeah. i think like what the internal thing doesn't mesh with the external which i think is is the problem unless he's trying to comment on that also which i frankly don't care about my god what that's, are you reading that's 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 just over analysis yeah uh, uh, no exactly i don't care about that over analysis also so yeah Yeah. But actually uh, since I don't know my expectations were aligned in such a way that I knew that this was an M night film so mm. I knew mm. that this he he's a kind of director who will not explore the inner mm. some some like let's say <laughs> Hoffman or Tarkovsky does. So mm. in that expectation uh, the uh, the pharmaceutical company doing that thing actually I really you could say I liked it yeah. I I I because I knew this was something he was building there was some conspiracy underneath yeah. and this was it so i was like yeah this mm-hmm. is a very a uh, good one it's mm. uh, it's an interesting commentary on let's say you know money hungry capitalist companies yeah. but the problem is 
in 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 what the intentions of the company are because M Night portrays them as they are doing this for the greater good actually. Hmm. They are building medicines hmm. for this world. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. what he actually wants to do is make us feel this complex, uh, not hate, neither love for this entity, this company, or this the person who runs it. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, through this uh, like grey area like they are doing hmm. wrong obviously but they are doing it for the greater good yeah. so it should have been like okay I understand the intention but yeah. I am somewhere in the grey zone but that does not go there uh, That I don't feel that way because he puts that right at the end Yeah, yeah. he just drops hmm. it there you can't just drop it there you need to build that it's thing it's a twist no, versus like a hmm. drama yeah. in that sense. exactly exactly, the, exactly. You that's know, you yeah. be, why, uh, sorry Sanjit I'll just end it and then you can go hmm. uh I mm-hmm. I just because you said this I got reminded of another film which I don't necessarily like that much but actually does this thing of the whole uh, thing people in control and like you know people who are controlling these test subjects almost uh, mm-hmm. this is Drew Goddard's The Cabin in the Woods which has like mm-hmm. a parallel narrative about yeah, yeah. people in a control room making these horror tropes in which yeah, yeah. five or six characters are trying to basically escape those horror tropes so at least that mm-hmm. has that level of I think it's over clever, but it's still clever. Like it can communicate what ideas you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I think more clearly where you're like, okay, I understand or like all that. But like this, I think with that twist, I think it just feels you barely get hints also, right? Like you get one exactly, hint that exactly, someone else yeah. is watching over. I know that. And, and then, then they get and plus, too much food, right? They, he gives him like extra mm-hmm. food saying that there'll be like a lot of people uh, yeah. or, or like they'll be there for a longer time or something like that. You have three kids mm-hmm. with your. But actually, yeah. there's this line of dialogue that uh, Vicky Creeps character says that you know uh, they have all our passports and they know all our medical ah, okay. conditions. Uh, and uh, so I immediately understood. Okay, this is there's some huge corporation at play here who is pulling the strings and mm-hmm. uh, you know trapping them. But mm-hmm. for what reason? That was my main question. So yeah. that's what you know kept me intrigued till the end. Got it. Yeah. But yeah, it was yeah. not as satisfying as one would expect. I think I think if you look at his earlier films, um, I'm, I'll again tell uh, like uh, refer to Sixth Sense and uh, um, Signs, Unbreakable. Okay, Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Yeah. So if you rewatch them, I think there are the twist that it leads up to every the film. I think there are better hints that lead up to that. Mm-hmm. Right. I think here those like if I go and rewatch, I I don't think so. Those those details or leading up to that twist were good enough for me to you know enjoy mm-hmm. them. Because when I rewatched you know uh, Unbreakable, I saw a lot of other moments which I thought okay shit, there were like a lot of other things that were that were happening parallelly which I may not have noticed in the first wing, but second wing, that becomes like a better thing. You know, it, it adds to the whole experience of you know uh, the second viewing thing. Mm-hmm. So I think that is what is missing here because what happens is the whole dropping thing. Because I think this film is not so much about, I, until that point, I thought it wasn't so much about the twist. I thought it was more about the fragility of life, like how Dhruv also mentioned. Um, there are like sand castles and whatever, what not allegory. And I thought it could have ended at, you know, they're going and going to discover that coral reef, you know, it could have ended there. Or, yeah, like you know, make the, the best, point, make the best of their lives in wherever they are huh, stuck. Kind of huh, like that, and right? now yeah. the point... W- where I got where, where I didn't which I didn't like was it ties up its ends very neatly exactly yeah it's like two cleansed version of uh, and you know I am not left with an emotional scar of you not knowing something happened with Unbreakable I had like knowing when I got to know okay, okay that was Samuel L. Jackson who was doing everything um, spoiler I mentioned anyway <laughs> but um, that was Glass who was doing everything I got, you know, a little emotionally affected. Okay, that this was that guy. And, you know, he has a lot to... That adds to his story as a as a character. Here, mm. there is nothing much to add, which is what I didn't like. Mm. Like, if you're going for something like a proper th- thriller genre, like, mm. then The Visit kind of a film fits into that bill because it is the whole camcorder thing, the B-movie thrills, right? But the old is not B-movie. Th- it is not going for those it's B-movie existential films. horror film. Like, for the most huh. part, I think. But at least whatever it is pretending to be. I thought just just the... <laughs> I thought the whole tying up of loose, loose ends just made me, you know, not mm. like it. Otherwise, I think there are, like, a lot of things to appreciate. I'm not going to discredit the film for whatever good it does. Mm. Um, others Actually, may view it maybe with a different lens and, like, like it a little more. Hmm. Actually, I completely agree here with Sandeep and this is the exact reason why I 
like the negative points of the film that really I didn't really like mm. like which could have made it into a potentially very good film was he tries to tie it everything up and package it into yeah. a good nice little gift box yeah. mm. so that's like not just the emotional uh, impact it also doesn't give you time to think mm. it just you're like haan theek hai mil gaya ye now okay now when I, after i watch a movie i love mm. to think about it right mm. i'm not thinking i'm like okay he resolved everything sab ho gaya i i there's nothing really no insight that i want to gain from that yep. mm. and like you mentioned about unbreakable the twist that happens is and uh, that happens from the person you not you kind of least expect because he is mm. kind of exactly. a yeah. uh, friend a mentor to him so mm. when that twist happens you realize how deranged he is in a superhero version like yeah, how yeah. like mm. uh, like uh, the one who plays the superman character in the boys the mm. tv show mm. that kind of he's that kind of guy mm. so yeah it's like he and and uh, also another reason why i think uh, uh, he try he that uh, tying up ends thing happen happens is because he's in the film if you see in both direction and writing he's very impatient he's mm. as soon as something is presented which is not understandable by the audience Mm-hmm. uh instead of trying to let us think okay what it is or trying to give us breadcrumbs and clues into how to and anal- how to you know just infer from that mm-hmm. he just uh, said says it blatantly and he's like <laughs> okay ha theek hai mil gaya information fine now let's move ahead yep. so he's very impatient in that sense so that's one mm-hmm. problem like for example if you have seen uh, spoiler uh, again so that scene where the knife is rusted right mm-hmm. and that's why all the thing so as soon as she cuts his hand uh, she looks she looks at him and she blurts out the exact thing that <laughs> exactly she said. Yeah. she's like knife has rust okay look this uh, there i'm like nolan like <laughs> what is this so yeah, yeah. that so, yeah. there are two sets of fans we are going to get hate from this episode so it's fine uh, but honestly uh, on a side note i am i'm a huge fan of nolan yeah. i i even love tenet even though it's is my least favorite film of yeah. his but No, this problem. <laughs> let's let's not step on the tenet ma- ma- uh, landmine because uh, <laughs> I'll get started. I mean, I loved him, loved him, which is the uh, phrase uh, before tenet. Okay. <laughs> so after tenet, I think he's going in a direction where I don't think I can go with him. But uh, mm. but yeah, no, but but. Yeah. but say what were you saying, sorry, Sanjeev? No, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead, sir. No, with the uh, old, I think. the what i was reminded of more was also split because split doesn't have a twist ending it has a reveal which enhances mm-hmm. the film right and mm-hmm. in fact i remember even when i watched split i found the ending a bit like over exaggerated because i was like why is james mcavoy becoming like a literal beast i mean he is the beast right kind of mm-hmm. but but then the the re- reveal happens and i'm like oh okay makes sense in that sense but that film also had a good resolution to the anya taylor joy character which mm. by the end like it felt off a piece even with or without the reveal i think mm. you know it actually just i just want to interrupt for a yep. second uh, i i i kind of kind of forgetting but what is the reveal you're referring to exactly i've seen the film so split the reveal and split is that it's all taking place in the unbreakable universe like it happens at oh, the end oh okay okay right yep. right right yeah right yeah okay. so it's like bruce willis comes uh, into the frame as at soon the at the end yeah mm-hmm. so wow. that kind of explains the whole what's happening with uh, james mcavoy's character but the anya taylor joy mm-hmm. character who i think is the emotional center of that film almost right mm-hmm. that doesn't get forgotten mm-hmm. in that film also like it feels like it's off a piece with whatever like that si- simple addition of bruce willis feels like a welcome addition to explain some of the events mm-hmm. it's exactly. not like yeah, running yeah. counter to whatever happened uh, before it which is what i think pharmaceutical ka angle which is why it jarred so much with me and this has happened with me before and we were just discussing before the thing started about 10 cloverfield mm-hmm. lane this is like the sequel to cloverfield oh, uh, uh, okay, okay. yeah the yeah, 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 yeah i so we and won't so spoil in any case because it. it's a but it's one of those films like i watched it and the on the before 10 minutes it ends it has one of those shots where you know where the actual director if he had like say in it would have cut it but jj mm. abrams came and i mean i'm not antagonizing just abrams but like the connection no. to cloverfield becomes uh, only clearer after that point and it mm. runs very counter to what the whole film has been building up to so that's okay. the sort of reaction i had to old uh mm-hmm. which is why the ending kind of pissed me off a little bit
Yeah, I think I've I've covered more or less everything that I had to talk about. I don't I don't think there's a there's a lot to talk because since I'm not one of those guys who like conspiracy, uh, you know, build up like a conspiracy theory uh, about old. So <laughs> I think in my in my closing thoughts, I'll just say you know I thought it could have been better, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm I'm still kind of excited to see what Shyamalan makes next because I think he's again self-financing. Another feature which is again getting distributed by Universal. Uh, I'm excited to see so, what Mike Giolakis does. Actually, just I know his camera work is showy, okay, but uh, I I didn't mention uh-huh. I actually really like his camera work in yeah. it. Uh, because you know there's one scene where the camera just literally floats around these characters. You know it just goes not the one which goes 360, but it just goes from this point to the other point. Around um, the children, right? Around the children. Around the children. Yeah, 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 I, thought, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that that could was like a very good thing that was happening at this like a. Yeah. another layer to the whole but, uh, whatever i think your julakus and shamilan combination has like one particular angle i've seen like seven episodes of servant his what oh, the ser- yeah. the tv show mm-hmm. yeah but i ditched mm-hmm. it after the seventh cuz uh, <laughs> it was too long it's a it's a film about it's a show about a mad nurse who's like like whatever like how how long can you make something about like like about the standard template of a crazy person enters your house and like uh messes around with your family like that's stressed over 2 3 seasons i was like uh, what is this like i thought it was a mini series uh okay, two, it, it's got a second season also no no it's got a second season and i was like this is crazy uh but anyways the there's this composition they do where you know they have like extre- not extreme close up but like a proper close up and like the person's looking directly at the ah, audience i know i know and it just feels oppressive and like super off kilter like and you get the actor's yeah, yeah, yeah. face to contort a little bit also no in that you can like just feel yeah, uncomfortable yeah. you're like oh this something is off here and i really like yes. that and how, he uses a, a lot here also i can i think i can remember yeah. banal i think that shot is in the trailer itself I yeah think. yeah yeah so it's like straight Actually, down the middle yeah Actually, I'm pretty sure you might have noticed this in the sixth sense also. I I don't Probably remember it that much, but but it I must be. I don't remember it that much because because this is a staple shot that Jonathan Demme uses uses ah, in films. Ah, okay. okay. Silence of the Lambs with the right, okay, right, like, right, right. Like, yeah, yeah. It's and the same cinematographer did the shoot sh- like uh, work for uh, six. Sense. James okay. Newton, how? What 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 was his name? I'll tell you. I forgot this uh, DP's name. I don't know. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Let me check. I think it's Tak Fujimoto. Okay. Probably. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not sure. But isme to I think there's also a lot I I know uh, I get exactly what Vishesh is talking about the showiness of it. It's flashy. It's proper flashy it's flashy. Pl- proper flashy cinematography. But I was more interested yeah, yeah, yeah. in the flashiness of that than characters sometimes. So I was huh. like, "Oh wow, he's doing this yeah, dynamic yeah, yeah. camera work. Like do more of it." So like there's I'm, like off, So there's like off-centered like people are not in the frame. He's cutting off their heads at all the times and like they're yeah, not Even the editing was a little, you know, um slightly jarring at times. I think that was also contextually which fits slightly i think hmm. uh, there's because this... you know something is happening and then it cuts to something else completely happening which yeah doesn't uh, actually make sense but it's right, you know right right yeah yeah oh, I, I, I yeah 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 in the beginning especially yeah. Yeah. yeah there's also seen where the cameras dollying in and zooming in at the same point like this is when two three people are running and i was like what uh-huh, a strange really... way to shoot that scene like i meant yeah, it in a good way but yeah the no but that's H-Cog. that's yeah the do- dolly zoom that you yeah. talking yeah, yeah. jaws also there so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean yeah. in a lot of other movies but yeah. his method it makes sense also because they're using every flashy camera work i might as well use that this reminds me there was this one shot where we get povs of gail garcia yeah. banal going old Where he gets cataracts, so he gets some blindness. Yeah, yeah, right, I right, really right. like that switch. Like Even just from POV, from a clear point of view, he just switches. I think it freezes frame also for a second, and then it completely like switches. Mm. Like those transitions, right? When they're aging, I thought those were like really well handled, just through camera yeah. and like uh, mm-hmm. actual Actually, film like, techniques. Yeah. And and the and the diseases he chose like. Uh, Vision for the husband and for the wife. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she she becomes deaf. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so when the attack happens, when that guy comes with the knife, yeah, yeah. I was actually yeah, yeah. a bit anxious. Okay, like you can't hear and you can't yeah, see. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, yeah. I think that that is how they become like the the differences get aside and they mm-hmm. they you know work as one or whatever. Yeah, right. but just to end end before we finish our thoughts, I think I was reading more on the Sandcastle story, and that story is much more mm. ambiguous. 
has, it is, it has is, a yeah, much yeah, more yeah, ambiguous yeah, ending. Yeah. So copy. In that, you know, they have the the doctor character has dementia and yeah. schizophrenia, which uh, is there in this film. Yeah. Uh, I think schizophrenia was, I think, a demand for a genre like thriller because you know mm. you can go completely off the rails and you know yeah. kill people, which is what the character did. Yeah. Actually, the ambiguity has been thrown into the dustbin because it's being produced by a very mainstream, you know, universal. Ah, of course. So yeah, that's yeah, why, yeah. because if even if M Night does come with something, they'll be like, no, nah, exactly. I like A twenty four will not have that ten fifteen minute end, mm-hmm. which which will piss mm-hmm. people yeah. off more. Even I think but, it's just the <laughs> whole commercial in, in the commercial sense, and he's self financing all these movies, right? Hmm. Uh, he self-financed whatever the last three. Oh, he films made a lot of money, no, out of visit he, and he split did, he and did. glass and all that <laughs> stuff. Yeah, he did, but yeah. uh, I don't know. Maybe it's his personal choice or personal whatever. Yeah. I, I think any actually, any more thoughts? Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, just a final thought. Like one good thing, which is actually not related to the film, but uh, like it's kind of there. Uh, it's mm-hmm. that uh, there are a lot of uh, there are a bit few explicit scenes in the film. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which are not cut by the oh, yes. scene in the hall. Yeah, that's so I was pleasantly oh, yeah, yeah. surprised. I was like, okay, ye Suraj Aaj kahan se hoga? It 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 is amazing, true. but yeah. I think we need to know. It's a it's a rare it, moment. It's worth. It's but definitely this worth. This wasn't A rated, right? It was UA also. That was even more surprising exactly, than why it yeah. wasn't cut. That that is what is confused. And Free Guy, the other film that released in theater was A rated. Yeah. Exactly. Doesn't make <laughs> so sense. So that yeah. was surprising. So, so Nahin, the other film that we watched was. Uh, free guy. Huh. Nee, but I was just saying that we went for Green Knight before this, and Green Knight they cut so many scenes off. Uh, A lot they of scenes. They cut off one of, one of the most important scenes in the film. Like exactly. they yeah. add so much to the character and the narrative. Yeah. Oh, what <laughs> the, the scene between him scene. and Alicia Vikander? Oh no, the giant scene. Okay. Giant, Even that. Giants. Huh, in the Vikander the giants scene also. also. Yeah. 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 Because the giant scene is anyway cut in such a way that it will be used. Or cut cut away, then you like. Yeah. Yeah. Directly goes to that that shot, you know. The, yeah, the, the turning yeah. shot, the flashy turning shot. shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, every shot is flashy only in that film. No, no. I mean, some. But that's in a good way. But in old, it's <laughs> very. Uh, like it's just, just for the, the sake nose. of it. Yeah. Yeah. On the nose, yeah. kind yeah. of. Yeah. The the other film that me and Drove ended up watching was Free Guy. Uh, so I don't we know. Ended like, up watching. Do, do you... I was assigned to watch Free Guy. <laughs> 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 because I thought it might turn out to be decent. Uh, which yeah, so i you, thought was pretty decent until like the first half and then it goes completely you know what does it go completely sanjeet can I, can you please describe your experience of watching the free of free guy ha uh-huh, i mean I, so um i had not seen any of the trailers or anything so i had no yeah. idea who made it or what the film is actually about i just had like a simple idea of some teaser like a 15 second teaser that comes on instagram or whatever hmm. um but i thought the first half was leading up to something very Truman Show-ish in yep. a sense. Invoking uh, you know, a very guy, good movie you were. I know, I know, I know. Because I thought it was probably, it probably is like taking um, the essence of Truman Show. Hmm. Not the whole thing. Because he says also, you know, uh, don't just have a good day, have a great day. Hmm. You know, which, you know, exactly. makes hmm. sort of sense so, in that in that way. I'll interject, okay. Because <laughs> I have, I... This film pissed me off the more it went on, right? It's a film which tells you that remakes, IPs, everything that's happening right now is kind of a shit place to be in. And it does exactly that. It has the <laughs> goal to literally have two to three times the ability to call back Marvel, Disney in the most shameless possible self promotion i've seen like literally that moment of marvel disney and star wars yeah, know, being invoked in one scene literally wanted me to go like what is what kind of hypocritical filmmaking is this like i was just annoyed at that point uh, to the yeah, extent that wasn't wasn't this film produced by disney if i'm not wrong no fox. i don't think it is it was a fox studio film and then of course of course because it's ryan reynolds in someone's background there's a deadpool poster sticking around i'm like you can't do, don't was it there was it there I yeah yeah in that guy who's the gamer nerd who still lives with his mom uh, yeah oh, okay, okay, of course okay. it will uh, be there why the would it not be there like th- if you're doing all this please don't make a film that actually wants to say a message about it right you can't have it both ways like you can't have 
yeah and if you like want to do something if you want to include marvel characters and do it like Bird, birdman you know yeah yeah i mean they didn't i much mean <laughs> let's not go birdman and uh, let's not give it the credit of even being compared yeah. to birdman no but uh, basically it's like you're criticizing that yeah you know, yeah i mean regurgitation yeah either what, that or just like if you're so lovingly doing all this then do it full heartedly no like mart ko dard nahi hota goes full hearted in its nostalgia factor and everything exactly. it's yeah. not going like nostalgia is bad and like all this is bad also at the same time i'm like if yeah. you're doing both of them i'm like screw you movie uh, or like whoever's in the movie <laughs> like whatever like i i got angry by the end of it because i was like and then other people i was with were laughing so i i kind of felt also like have i disconnected with this brand of filmmaking i went to an existential existential crisis more because of how much i didn't like free guy uh, than because of old or my free guy was attempting to do anything so now you're yeah. now you're making me look very stupid like you know credited it very that it is very i stupid. didn't mind the first half also just to just uh, to, just to be very clear and you know uh, you had already told me beforehand that you liked the first half quite fair bit yeah i said it's a not unwatchable but yes ha uh-huh. it's it's not unwatchable which i thought with by your standard it, it means you're making me sound okay like see me. you're making me sound like some nyu <laughs> student who who doesn't we're really cancelling we're cancelling out <laughs> each other no no fair enough yeah. we're cancelling out so i think yeah free guy was was terrible uh, but i think the existential qualms why might be just solved when you watch no time to die which hopefully uh-huh. should release in the theater it is know. releasing it and is releasing what a ironic title like, for for any film to have <laughs> uh, it's been about yeah, one yeah. year one and a half years right yeah ha ah, more than that exactly. i think it was earlier stated to release in 2019 november yeah. then april 2020 then uh, november december 2020 now whatever yeah. this is happening hopefully it releases yeah it's also not yeah, premiered at any of the festivals which i think is a little no, worrying no, no. it is premiering in uk i think very soon in the next week or something i, I thought it'll go to somewhere like cans or something just to no, be one no, of no, those no. Uh, I, i don't know it didn't movies. go na fast and furious 9 did yeah see exactly oh like, yeah 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 i mean cans has uh, lost their mind which is fine so it's okay <laughs> uh, but they also cans in premiere dune right dune was only no, here no, at was venice venice anyway. yeah, yeah venice yeah I think next week we are getting next week we are getting Jungle Cruise and uh, both you've seen else. no I've already seen Jungle Cruise and something else is Palm Springs you said Palm Springs Palm Springs mm. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah Palm Springs also yeah Palm Springs is a year old movie I don't know if why are they Why isn't I thought A Quiet Place 2 was also releasing I think cinemas. A Quiet Place 2 is coming in October now uh, also oh. you know uh, Don't Breathe 2 released in theater as well Like this that, week. it's very weird that reception to Don't Breathe and Don't Breathe too. Like it's like proper exploitation cinema. Like I, how is I, it that I popular? I like Don't Breathe though. I I quite like. Yeah, I don't mind. I, I don't mind Breathe. Don't Breathe. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah. You know, but I didn't read any of the reviews or whatever for Don't Breathe. Even but, even I I again I like Don't Breathe, but I was like, okay, why, why Don't why Breathe? Why people too? making such a big deal? Like it's it's hmm. a nice thriller, okay, but yeah, yeah. as a care, like yeah, I'm, but, I'm not sure. No, I was surprised that it became that popular with general audiences because it's like a proper mm-hmm. disgusting thriller. Like it's it's got like exactly. um, like it's got pretty vile elements to it. Like people like <laughs> in the dungeon and everything. Like it's pretty sick. Uh, it is. It is. So uh, I thought also it's like was it in theater? So I think that elevated my experience in oh, yeah. particular theater. Uh, Sanjit, what about the, the Green Knight? How was that in the cinema? <laughs> It's an exception, buddy. It was an exception. Um, but whatever. Please go to cinema. Don't. <laughs> don't yeah, listen. Actually. Don't listen to throw. At least, at least <laughs> Dune in cinema. Yeah, yeah, that. Because yeah. At least no time to die in cinema. Yeah. Yeah. At least that. Yeah. Hmm. Or whatever Hindi film. I don't know if any Hindi film will even release in theater. Ah, uh, it's on Prime now. Model, yes, I have to watch it because you recommended it to Why? me. Why? <laughs> ha i recommend it to you yeah, yeah i went out of my way to recommend it to you but uh, yeah um i think that's pretty much it uh, we've covered both free guy and old old in every way possible uh, old we had uh, a I really good discussion i can still re- uh, recommend it even though i don't ha. have like great uh, even i would recommend yeah. it yeah i'd recommend old yeah i think people should watch that and especially in theater rather than watch it in laptop because i don't think so you you're going to get the atmosphere of watching the film in one go um, as is the case with most movies today um so i think yeah you can go watch old and free guy if you're a fan no 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 <laughs> no 
Uh so yeah I think this was this was a really good episode we've covered both the films you should definitely go and watch old uh, as discussed and don't watch free guy as dhruv recommends <laughs> um thank you to washist for coming on for this episode i hope we get to do more episodes in the future uh please consider following us on instagram uh, at queensred.filmpodcast we've just uh, become the t- number one podcast on apple podcast so thank you so much for all the support please follow us on spotify it helps uh, us reach more people share it with friends would like to listen to people who like to talk about films and yeah this is the episode thank you so much khatam